Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Lee Cantor here, another episode of High Velocity Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Trisha Stetzel, leadership and trust coach with Results Extreme Business Solutions. Welcome, Trisha. Thanks, Lee. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the show today. Uh, well, I'm so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Results Extreme. Uh, how are you serving folks? Yeah, absolutely. I am really excited uh, because I just recently for 2024 announced a new signature program. Um, I am a leadership business coach. So I do coach many in business ownership as well as leaders in the corporate space because I come from that. Uh, and I've announced this year, 2024, I'm going to focus all of my attention and effort on female veterans who are in executive positions or leadership positions. And that is who I'll be working with this year. So how did this come about? What uh, drew you to that group? Yeah, what a it, excellent question. Uh, for those who may know me who are listening to the show, I have a military background. So I too am a United States Navy veteran. Uh, I'm a daughter of a veteran, a mother of a veteran, a wife of a veteran. So that that particular space is very near and dear to my heart, alongside of the other opportunities that I've had in my journey through corporate and business ownership. What I found in reimmersing myself back into the veteran community through the Houston Veterans Chamber of Commerce is that there is a gap. There's a very large gap with women who have left the military receiving very high accolades for their leadership skills and the way they lead people in the military, leaving that and moving into corporate and finding that it's a lot different leading people in the corporate space versus the way we lead in the military and really helping them through those leadership challenges along with finding balance. And I think that's something we could all use. Well, I think that this is one of the things that I don't think people who aren't veterans, they don't appreciate is this, the leadership training you get uh, in the military is second to none because the stakes are the highest. Um, so I think that that's an area where the, the, the business community as a whole is missing out uh, by not leveraging the ta talents of people coming out of the military can you talk about and maybe share some examples where you were able to um, maybe take some of the skills you learned in the military and transfer that to a, a business uh, to, to form a business case in in the business world? Because I think that people have to connect the dots here, and and a lot of times they just don't appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely, Lee. I, I will tell you that um, what's ingrained is us in us as military leaders is it will get done. <laughs> there is no doubt about if there is a mission, the mission will be completed. So is there is this tenacity and can-do attitude around military veterans, whether they're in corporate or opening their own business, no matter what facet of business they're in, 
it's that can-do attitude that really makes a difference. So me personally, when I came out of the military, I went directly to work for corporate because that made the most sense for me. I didn't know where else to go. And it seemed very rigid and strict and and um, had a process and a procedure around it. So it suited me for about 10 years. And then I decided to open my first business. That was scary. But I tell you what, I wasn't going to let that business fail. And so I had all the drive and all the energy necessary to go and make that business work. Here's the lesson that I learned, though. Although I had the tenacity and I had uh, the energy and I went and made it work, I forgot to ask for help. I forgot to look around and say, gosh, there are other people out here. Is where I came from in the military. We just go and get things done. And I typically had people around me. But in this new business, it was just me as a solopreneur. So I built it. And looking back on that, the lesson that I've learned is to lean back into my brothers and sisters, lean back into the people that I know and love and trust the most to ask for advice, to help through some of those things. You don't have to do it alone. And I found it when I reimmersed myself back into this veteran community that we call the Houston Veterans Chamber of Commerce. Now, can you talk a little bit about what it's like the, you know, the day after you leave the military? Is there kind of a handoff or a transition that helps you integrate yourself into the business community? Or is this kind of every person for themselves? Like, what, what is that like for someone that's just, you know, leaving the military? Yeah, Lee, that's a very interesting question. And I left the military back in 1998. So I will speak to my own experiences and then what I know of the um, services that are offered now are much better. Uh, but leaving the military, yes, there is transition ex- assistance. There are uh, programs that you can go through and people that you can reach through to get assistance transitioning out of the military. But what I will tell you is I still felt lost. I had no idea. I had been told what to wear, what to do, when to show up, where to show up, and how to behave for eight years. And I left, and a, a lot of these veterans that are coming out have been in for 15 years or 20 years or 25 or 30 years. They've been doing that same routine. You come out of the military, yes, there's transition assistance, but I don't know that many of us really know what's next. We don't know what's out there. And so my discovery into the corporate space came through the technical skills that I gained in the military. I leaned back into what I knew and the skills that I had or expertise that I had in the technical field. And that's how I got my first job in a technical space. And then I was catapulted into leadership because of the leadership skills that I had from the military. So yes, there is transition assistance, but I think we all go through something different. And it is like being lost because you've gone from having this family and people around you and people working on missions together to feeling pretty alone. And not knowing what to do next. Now, is um, is part of your work when you're working with organizations or leaders, helping them kind of build that team environment where the people can trust that people truly are watching your back? Um, because in the military, I mean, that could be a life or death. I'm watching your back. And in business, you want 
to make sure that the mission is accomplished. But, you know, some people are like, well, you know, I've got to leave at five. And uh, <laughs> you're on your own after that. You know, they're, they're watching the, your back ends at, you know, when they, you know, clock out. Yeah, absolutely. Lee, I love that you said they check out at five because it's probably three. <laughs> three o'clock, two right, o'clock. They, they mentally checked out at three, but they physically left at five. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is an important piece of my work. And it's around the team. It's around building the culture that the business owner or leader wants to have with their team. You're right. In the military, you were required to get there at a certain time and you were required to stay until a certain time and you worked on the mission until it was done. In the corporate space, things are less rigid. Yes, you should show up at eight. Yes, you should stay until five. But what work are you actually getting done? And what I found in my work with these extraordinary leaders who have teams is we have to get them involved in the mission. They need to be involved in what those values are and mean to the company. They need to be a part of building the vision and putting the goals in place and really driving the business forward. Yes, the leader needs to stand up and be the leader and help everybody get moving in the right direction, but we've got to take the team along with us, not dragging them or even pushing them, but all getting on the same bus together so that we can do the work as best we can and be excellent at it. Now, how do you help the, I mean, when you have a team, you kind of have the team, but when you um, are building a team, you get to choose who's on the bus. Uh, how do you kind of do a better job or how would you advise someone to do a better job of choosing the right people that should be part of the team? Oh, another favorite topic of mine, Lee, you got to bring the right people onto the team. And I would tell you nine times out of 10, you need to focus on attitude versus their skills or their expertise. If you can bring somebody on that has a great attitude, you can teach them the knowledge or give them the knowledge. You can teach them the skills that they need in order to be an excellent part of the team, to be a, an extraordinary team member or even a leader uh, on your team. But that attitude matters. What we found, uh, and I present this quite often with my clients and even uh, with others, is that 85% of most successful people comes from attitude. They're successful because they have an excellent attitude and they're willing to do what it takes to get that mission done. And I will tell you that I find a lot of these military veterans, people who have spent time in the military serving their country and serving others, they come out with the attitude of, we're just going to go get this done. I'll learn the skills and pick up the knowledge as I go. Now, is there any advice you can share of help of choosing the person with the right attitude? Now I've heard stories um, one executive I've interviewed said that when he interviews someone, he puts like a wad of paper on the ground to see if the person will pick it up and throw it away, or they'll meet at a restaurant and he'll tell the waiter purposely mess up their order. Cause I want to see how this person is going to react to that. Like, is there anything you can, uh, advise on how to, you know, kind of vet this person to make sure they are the right person and that they are going to really behave in the way they're saying they're going to behave? 
Yeah, I I love the ideas that you just threw out there from other guests you've had on. And um, I don't have a direct scenario, but I do like to ask a, I like to ask questions around what would you do if, or how would you react to things if this particular situation happened? So I wouldn't put them in this situation, but I certainly love asking those questions. I'll tell you one of the first things that I do, Lee, before I even bring somebody into an in-person interview, uh, vetting and having a short phone conversation. And before I bring them in for, uh, or help my clients bring them in for an in-person interview, we'll do a, a behavior assessment. Because that gives us some insight into what actually drives them and makes them tick. So if they happen to be a really high extrovert who loves people and they're driven by selflessness, then I will extract that from them using certain questions around, you know, how might they act in this particular situation? So I like to use assessments in all of that work so that I can identify which path to take them down when I'm asking them the questions during the interview process. And then for you, um, you, you said this year's the focus on uh, women veteran business leaders. Are they at all stages of business or are they brand new in their first venture on their own? Are they executives that have been around and just want to get to a new level? Like uh, who, who are specifically in this group? Yeah, Lee, it, it's broad. Um, so the focus is on these women who are already leading teams in either in their own businesses or in the corporate space. And they could be brand new into this position or they could have spent the last 15 years. But here's the trigger. The trigger for is it right for this particular person right now is are they looking for balance? Because here's what happened to me. I've had the business where I basically just bought myself a job and I'm working 80 hours a week. I've had the luxury of working in the corporate space doing 80 hours a week, right? So I've been there and I understand what it's like to just work and just have a job and feel like you're pushing the team into the culture, into the mission, into the next goal, into the next year where the trigger for this particular program and the women that I want to work with are the ones looking for balance. They don't want to work 80 hours a week. They don't want to miss another soccer game. They don't want to miss another um, event for their child or something, a date with their spouse. They're tired of just having a job and they really want to have something that they love when they go to work, a well-oiled machine of a team and building that culture and time to spend doing the things that they love outside of work as well. And you're doing this primarily locally in the Houston area, or this is uh, all over the country? Yeah, it's all over the country, Lee. And I'm digging back into the veteran organizations, really looking for those women who are ready for balance and to find joy again, in what they're doing at work and in life. So a lot of it is local because those are the uh, organizations that I have my toe in the door, if you will, or even my fingers on the pulse 
but I'm extending this particular program to women across the United States. And I've got a really exciting announcement. By the time this show goes live, I'll let you all know that I also have a $10,000 scholarship program for one woman in 2024 that I'm going to, uh, give this program to through a scholarship nomination, which is very exciting as well. So I'm going to bring somebody on board through that scholarship to take advantage of that program uh, this year as well. Now, is the program individual coaching, group coaching? Is it a cohort where they're all working together? How's it work? Yeah, Lee, it's all of the above, which I find so thrilling. Uh, The program is Uh, 24 weeks. So we're going to spend half a year together. We're going to meet one-on-one every single week in this program, working on them as an individual and also working with their teams outside of those one-to-one interactions that we have. I also have an amazing group of women in a mastermind group that they will have access to and some other opportunities to do some group coaching with the women that are in the program. So um, I would guess that that's what you need more of right now is uh, just more women to raise their hand and saying, hey, tell me more about this. I'd like to get involved. Yeah, you bet, Lee. And I was talking to somebody this morning and having a, a conversation. She actually does placement for military spouses who are also leaders. And I thought, gosh, why wouldn't I extend this program to military spouses who are also in leadership roles? Uh, So I hope it's okay that I shared that with you today. It was like this light bulb moment. It doesn't just have to be these military veteran women who are in leadership positions, but also women who are spouses of men who are serving in the military as well. We see a lot of those women in leadership positions who also need this type of focus in their lives. Good stuff. So if somebody wants to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, where should they go? Oh my gosh, Lee, I would love for them to reach out to me directly. They can grab me on my cell at 281-217-4951 or they can visit my website for all of the information that we just talked about today at Trisha, T-R-I-S-H-A dot Stetzel at TeamRxc.com. I'm sorry, that's my email address. I'm going to give you my website is TrishaStetzel.com, T-R-I-S-H-A-S-T-E-T-Z-E-L.com. And that's my website where they can grab all the information they need. Good stuff. Well, Trisha, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing such important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Lee. I really appreciate your time today. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on High Velocity Radio.